Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I'd like to talk with you about independence. I figured that this is Independence Day, so let's talk about independence from drama and craziness and things that set us back. Get tuned for some really practical tips that you can receive to have more clarity of your mind and not just your business, but in your life. You're going to get some really practical tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, and we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, as always, I want to thank those of you who have been listening for multiple episodes. Thank you very much. As well as those of you who are joining me for the very first time, thank you very much. I know that you have a lot of other podcast options, so I appreciate your time and attention. If you haven't done so already, please follow me on Twitter or on LinkedIn, Denise G. Lee. And don't forget to reach me on denisegeely.com where you can reach many other advice and tips to help not just elevate your mind, but elevate how you run your business. I was really hesitating to make a podcast today because it's the 4th of July weekend and I know a lot of you guys are out celebrating with your family and just getting out and enjoying some fresh air, especially now that so many areas have relaxed their quarantine or social distancing, but I know there's some other areas that are still going through some issues because as I'm recording this episode in July of 2021, there is this new variant of the coronavirus, the Delta variant, and I know that's been really impacting certain areas. So my heart goes specifically out to places in India and Australia that are still dealing with that issue. But for the most of us, we are still being able just to enjoy a little bit of freedom and sunshine. And if you are out there enjoying yourself right now, please know that you are very lucky and fortunate because some other people aren't enjoying that luxury. So I just wanted to put that into context that that even though this is the 4th of July weekend, some people aren't really feeling as independent as they would like to be. But that being said, when I think about 4th of July weekend, I'm I'm specifically talking to my listeners who are U.S.-based or understand about the 4th of July weekend, where the British uh, ceased controlling the colonies and the state and became officially a free nation in 1776. It was the idea that there was autonomy between the the original colonists away from the sovereign British crown and when I thought about it, I didn't really get into some of the history of 4th of July, but just the idea of independence. For a lot of us, we are quote unquote independent, but we're not. We are being really held captive by a lot of different things that keep us trapped and limited, limited in not just the way we run our business, but in a way we run our life. So that being said, I like to talk about three main areas that we can be independent from, and you can think about and apply this into whichever aspect of your business or personal life that most impacts you. This is a great episode for you to re-listen to again. If, if Definitely if you're feeling a lot of anxiety or stress or frustration in one particular area, because I feel that a lot of us are suffering in silence unnecessarily and dealing with a lot of captivity 
sometimes of our own design, sometimes because we feel that we are in a uncompromising situation and we're just left to deal the best that we can. But there is a better way that we can handle stress, that we can emerge victorious, that we can be independent and free thinking and motivated and continuing pursuing our goals, whatever they may be, personal, professional, a little bit of both. So there's three main areas I want us to be independent from is excuses, drama, and mediocre results. I want to repeat that again. I want us to be independent from excuses, drama, and mediocre results. Now let's get into some details about each one. Let's talk about excuses. I think for a lot of us, and we're just going to contain this into the realm of the business world, but obviously you can insert your idea for excuses. For example, a lot of us say that we want to grow more followers online on social media, or perhaps we want to increase our revenue in our business. We'll insert whatever thing that we want, but we make lots of excuses for ourselves. We say that, well, we're too busy with our nine to five and we get tired because we're so overwhelmed and exhausted with what we're going through. Or perhaps we say we don't have the money to invest in ourselves, or perhaps we don't have the time, or perhaps we don't have support. You insert whatever thing you feel that is an area that you really want to conquer in your life, but there's this mounting amount of reasons that prevent you from achieving the goals. And I, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say, well, there's no such thing as obstacles. When you only have to will your way into doing that. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that garbage. You've probably heard it a thousand times. But at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say that oftentimes we make things a lot more complicated, a lot more harder than what it needs to be. I'll give you a classic example from myself, specifically about social media, increasing your social media following. It's very simple to grow your social media following is a very consistent posting schedule, engaging with your audience, and staying on topic with the things that your audience wants to hear. That sounds very simple, right? But it really boils down to consistency. Now, if you feel that you're not consistent, well, what are the ways that you can be consistent? Perhaps we need to do a scheduler. Perhaps we need to outsource our social media to somebody else. Perhaps we need to come up with a content calendar so we're full of ideas. What I'm trying to say is that oftentimes the solutions are right in front of our face, so in front of our face. And the reason why we're not taking advantage of it is because, let's be honest, let's be honest here, a lot of us enjoy having that chaos because it keeps us from taking that action, takes up to making that next step. And for some of us, the reason why we keep making those excuses is because it feels comfortable because the unknown is scary. For example, I'm not going to lie with you, 
part of the reason why I honestly don't think that I grew certain of my other social media channels that high was because I was definitely afraid of the criticism or the negativity from other people or perhaps the judgment. All these things about how I saw other people being criticized and ostracized and the stress of trying to keep up so I seem perfect towards strangers of all of all things, trying to appear perfect in front of a stranger's. That can feel overwhelming. And so oftentimes we sabotage ourselves and we make excuses because we really have a lot of things that we are afraid of confronting. So I want to encourage you, if you're having an excuse right now, there are definitely a bunch of things that you're you're afraid of confronting. And I want you to have that moment of clarity and honesty and say to yourself, what really scares me? Is it the transformation? Is it the unknown of if I achieve this goal, how can I maintain it? Is it the idea that if I start this routine, I might have to be responsible for when things break down? Think about every specific area because that's what real independence is. Independence is really not being tethered to people or things that hold you down and perhaps it's fears of the past or fears of the future or fears from judgment from other people. I don't know. You have to really have that honest to goodness conversation with yourself and ask yourself, okay, what is really holding me back? What is really giving me a sense of fright, a sense of fear that I may not perform? The, the litany for a lot of us, especially if we have anxiety or panic disorders or people-pleasing tendencies or, or those of that nature is the fact that we are fearing that somebody is going to judge us and criticize us and tear our identity down. And our identity is always perfection because we want to feel good about them. So I hope I'm ringing doorbells for some of you guys who are listening right now because that is honestly what keeps a lot of us making excuses and staying on the sidelines is because we're so definitely afraid of having someone someone tear away our identity because we fear so much that we are nothing unless people please us. Or let me say this again, we fear that if we're not pleasing people, then we are not productive people, that we're not being able to really make an impact unless everything is perfect and everyone loves everything that we're doing without judgment. And I want to sit here and let you know that if that's you right now, if you really believe that the only way that you can grow your business or you can grow anything of significance, raise kids, have a lot of friends, whatever it is, if you feel like you're going to have to please everybody, then I need you to sit back and edit and ask yourself, why in the world are you giving people that much power over your life? Because we both know that even with you, your interests can change in a whim, even for your issues that you're dealing with. You know that you've evolved and changed because you're exposure to different things. And if we know that we're capable of shifting and changing and evolving, the people in our lives will be shifting and evolving. And we we know that the things can shift easily based on different exposures and different things that they're exposed to. Why in the world are we allowing our confidence, our sense of belonging, our identity linked to that when we know that people are fickle, including us? Sit back, have that honest-to-goodness conversation with yourself and examine what is going on in your brain in your, from your past or from 
any other issues that gives you the idea that people are the end-all, be-all for your identity. Because that's what really limits a lot of people. I've noticed that in the years that I've been coaching different people was that the fear of failing, the fear of disappointing other people have caused us to sit by the silence and not take action, not make that next step. And I'm here to tell you, you're, you're you are going to have to reconcile that you came into this world alone. You're going to leave this world alone. Your journey, what you're doing right now with your business and other aspects of your life is your unique journey. It's not based on what your uncle Sam says or what your cousin or your uncle or whoever you hold in high regard says. You have to make the commitment and decision for yourself that you want to grow. You want to change. You want to make a difference. And that comes with eliminating excuses and understanding the reasons what blocks you. And actually, that kind of is a, a segue to talk about number two and of our independence is like we are going to be independent from the drama. Oh boy, we make so much drama in so many areas in our business, in our personal life. One of the things I'm thinking about when I that I make a year-long drama over and over and over again is, for, for example, is for me is to get in better shape. I make such a huge production out of it in terms of, oh, the weather is not good, or, oh, I don't have enough of the right workout clothes, or, oh, I don't have enough time to do it. My, I need to spend more time with my family and all this other stuff. And a lot of times we're using this drama as a smokescreen. Yes, we're using this drama as a smokescreen to avoid confronting the issue head on because it feels uncomfortable. Let's be 100% real. Now let's talk about this. For a lot of us, seeking support is painful. Seeking accountability is painful. Seeking any type of change, even if it's change in the positive direction, is painful because the way that we're we're wired as human beings, we get into a routine and we do not want to get out of it because it's familiar, it's comfortable, it's routine. It helps us to know what to expect next. That's just how our brains are wired. And the reason why we get into all this drama and suspense and all this all this energy is because we try to work us way, work us up in a way to work out of making the change. It is much more easier for us to complain and to stew and to not take action than actually take action. Think about this way, another way. Let's say that you have a client that is just getting on your freaking nerves. Perhaps they always don't pay on time. Perhaps they show up late or they show up too early or insert whatever kind of drama they're dealing with. Now you can honestly put some boundaries over it and say, hey, remind them of the contract if you make sure that you do have a contract with certain people and reiterate certain things about the scheduling, the payment and all those other issues as an example. Or you can be able to just outright terminate the, the relationship. But sometimes we keep the drama going on and we let things linger for months and sometimes years because not because we're nice people. It's because if we're going to get really honest, it's because there's a form of cowardice within inside of us because we're afraid of what will happen 
of how they'll react because we're enforcing our boundaries. Yikes, I think I hear a pin drop somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, we're afraid of how people will react to us enforcing our boundaries, our professional and sometimes our personal boundaries. And I want to let you know something. There's a lot of people who suffer from lack of boundaries either because they were able to steamroll other people or perhaps they themselves came from chaotic environments and that was just business as usual or more often than not, they did not have any sense of idea of respecting other people because they were so accustomed to taking advantage of other people, whatever, whatever. The point I'm trying to say is that The only reason why people behave bad around us and the reason why we have all this whirlwind of crap around us is because we have not declared to other people and to ourselves for that matter that we deserve to be respected. Dropping the drama says, I refuse to not be disrespected. And for a lot of us, that comes like a whew. I don't know how I don't know how people are going to react. I'm so used to just rolling over and letting people like take advantage of me. I'm just so used to letting people tell me what to do all the time. I don't know if people are going to react too kindly to this. And I'm here to tell you that oh well. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, if somebody does not take too kindly with you being this new reformed person that is not trying to have the stress, is not trying to have the chaos, is not trying to have the confusion, that you actually want more from this relationship, that you don't want to feel a sense of dread every time they see your number on the caller ID or a sense of dread every time that you're interacting with them in online or in the real world. It's going to end. So I'm just going to just send a rallying cry to any one of you guys who are listening and like, oh my goodness, I am just letting people take advantage of me. I'm just letting things just get crazy because I'm afraid of setting boundaries either for myself or for other people. And I want to let you know that the drama stops right now. The drama stops right now and you deserve better. Your clients deserve better. Your future clients deserve better. Everyone around you deserves better by you standing up and saying, this is what I need. This is what I expect and not let expect people to mind read. That's another thing that I want to say is that for a lot of people, they get upset and they get twisted and they get worried and anxious. And the rea- and the first question that comes to my mind was that someone comes up to me and this is, I'm really upset. Such and such person is doing this and it really upsets me. And my first question is, did you tell them it upsets you? And like they hem and they hum like, well, no, but they should ex- no, understand this. And the reality is, honestly, they don't. That's my response. Like they don't. People will not know that they feel that you have that you have crossed they have crossed the line that you feel upset that you feel violated unless you communicate we're not we're not gifted with clairvoyance and mind reading skills we don't know unless we communicate our needs so i want you as part of this dropping the drama is getting really crystal clear with people and say this is what i need this is why i need it this is important and then here's the final part can you abide by this so it's not enough for us to say this is what i want this is what i need the final part of the equation is asking them explicitly this is my these are my ground rules this is how i do business are you on board yay or nay it's kind of like you can't 
draw up a contract and then you sign the contract and then it's somehow a binding agreement. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. A contract is literally two people shaking hands and it comes to terms and understanding how things are going to be done. I want you to have that peace with yourself and I want you to have that peace with other people and saying like, this is, this is how we're going to do things. And lastly, I want us to be free as part of our last independence is I want to be free from mediocre results. You and for me and for everybody else. A lot of times we go through months, years, bad launches, no income, little or their income or feeling that we're not making really big headways. And sometimes, honestly, it's a mix of the industry is changing. Sometimes it's because we're changing. Perhaps we, I think about that book, Who Moved My Cheese is a really good book if you haven't read it already. It's by Spencer Johnson. I think they have like another version of it, but it's a simple less than 100 pages. And the whole idea is that there's these two little mouses, hem and haw, and they go, Literally, their cheese is gone. And they used to have this one cheese in the spot in the maze, and it just and it's left. I want you to read through that book if you haven't done so already, because it's worth its weight in gold. And I don't want to reveal too much about it because it's worth reading if you haven't read it already. The point of the the Who Moved Your Cheese book is that we get ourselves stuck in the spot, expecting things to happen the same way every day, and then when the things start to move. We want to stay stuck. We want to just go back to those old familiar places. And sometimes those familiar places worked really good for a season or two. But things change, things shift, like I said, between with us or industry or a combination of things. And there are ways for us to find new beginnings. We get support. You... If you haven't done so already, if you don't have a coach, you know, get that sort of support from someone and it's not coming from yourself only, that somebody can give you a different perspective on things. Obviously, listening to podcasts like this or hiring a coach or, you know, having accountability, someone to just give you a different perspective that you haven't considered Perhaps the setting goals, perhaps as you literally taking a time out and reevaluating really what matters most to you, perhaps sitting and having some intense meditation and just really um, asking yourself what really matters most to you. There's a lot of different ways that you can migrate away from mediocre results or get past those plateaus. But the point I'm trying to make here is that if we're going to be independent, we're not going to sit here and just ruminate and stew on the good old days, the days of long past. I've seen so many people, and I was thinking about this one particular coach, very famous coach, who lost a lot of her business as a result of the coronavirus. And she used to do a lot of speaking events, uh, touring the world, speaking from the stage and she was pretty much grounded in 2020. And it's so funny just to look at her now doing certain things and she's trying to revive the good old days. And it's just really apparent that that season of what the type of coaching that she was doing was pretty much over, but she's trying to go back to it. 
And instead of just pausing and asking, okay, this has ended, what can we do next? A lot of times we're struggling and everybody can see it and we're trying to pretend like no one else can see it. It's kind of funny how these things work. I want to let you know that there's no reason for us to continue to struggle. And there's no reason for us to pretend that no one else can see us struggling. It's okay to take a time out. It's okay to say, hey, look, this was a great run. It's time for me to pivot. I I know that I really want to receive certain results in these areas, but it's just not happening the way I want to do. Maybe it's time to take a time out. Maybe it's time to get uh, regroup, ask for some some support so I can figure out what to do next. For a lot of us, if we're in that long extended season of mediocre results, it's either because we're forcing ourselves to do something that has long since expired, or we're trying to do things that are not aligned with our interests, or perhaps we're not even focused on what matters most right now that we should be focusing on. Perhaps our eyes are only focused on A, but in reality, we need to be focusing on B or C or maybe a combination of A and C. We don't know. That's why we need to take that moment. And that moment could be taking a long extended bike ride or thinking about my life as I say that, or perhaps journaling a little bit longer than we need to, or taking a couple of uh, a longer nap or whatever that looks like for you, for you in terms of how you recharge and how you rejuvenate, how you get some respite and get clarity. Whatever it is, I want to allow you that space and energy to do that. There's no one who gets successful by burnout and fatigue and trying to do the same thing over and over again. It doesn't work that way. We're not going to feel empowered by pushing through burnout and stress and anxiety. It doesn't work that way. If you're listening to this, you already have a desire to succeed. You already have a desire to move above and beyond what you currently see. And sometimes that requires you to take a step back and just calm down, close down that laptop, turn off that PC, turn off that phone, disconnect from Instagram. (laughs) I don't know what you're tethered to. For a lot of us, if we're ambitious and we're high-performing people, we're tethered to something and we're just on it all the time and we need to somehow glean from what everybody else is doing this. They seem to be working it and doing those things. You need to take a break, honey. Take a break. Take a pause. Take a step back. That's how we're independent. That's how we are people of purpose. That's how we make those changes because we give ourselves that permission to be away from the things that distract us, deflect us, or demean us and ultimately discourage us. Okay. Now, as a conclusion, as this independence, I want us to be independent from the excuses and the drama and the mediocre results. I want us to identify all the things that keep us from actually taking those next steps, taking those next actions. We need to eliminate the people or the ideas that may not even come from us about what we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to show up and really lean into what our heart, what our soul is encouraging us to do in this area. I want us to eliminate the drama. I want us to set firm boundaries about how we want to show up, who we want to interact with, how they, how we want to interact with people. And having that firm contract is, again, an agreement comes between two people, not just us. It comes with us having other another person's co-sign 
line and say that we agree that this is the way we're going to interact with others. And lastly, I want us to put an end to those mediocre results. I want us to be able to affirm that we can do things that align with our hearts and our souls. And we're not just chasing the money. We actually have purpose and meaning and a passion for what we're doing. Well, that is it. Is there anything that I said that really resonated with you that really rang bells? Let me know. Send me a message at hello at denisegelee.com. And then be sure to check the show notes because I want to make sure that you are fully supported and I have some links to some resources that I know that will be really beneficial for you. With that being said, thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.